This is From Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram, episode 125. The show neither about shrooms nor about Skyrim. Those are just the motherfucking parameters. It is brought to you by Sandbar, Coconut Grove, 3064 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133, Home of the Fish Taco, Happy Hour, Monday to Friday, 3 to 7, Taco Tuesdays, Tacos Half Off, Sandbar, Coconut Grove. This episode also brought to you by The Last Carrot at 3133 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133. They're open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays from 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Family owned since 1975, your go-to place for fresh, wholesome eats, The Last Carrot. What up, man? What up, bro? Hey, listen, we were just talking, right? It was, I was just said that... Um, Disney World by itself makes a million dollars a day, right? That's just a park, right? But all the parks at, in Orlando, okay, it's a day. It costs $5.49 million per park. Oh, no, that's per park per day to run. She. It's fourteen billion dollars in two thousand nineteen is what it costs to run those parks. Damn, that's a lot of money, bro. <laughs> Disney got cheddar. From shrooms to Skyrim. Skyrim. From shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. Yo, I just want to say shout out to Tony. Uh continually listening uh i heard i heard the feedback uh from carlos uh apologize for the for the rough zoom audio um you know what i'm saying we we had to bring high room back into the mix by any means necessary and just bear with us uh it'll be a few more weeks yeah Hiram's getting a new mic soon uh it's on his christmas list and uh i think he's been a pretty good boy this year so you know maybe i got i got, <laughs> I got high hopes for what know. he might find in his stocking it's coal that's what i'm probably gonna find in my stocking coal it's my cock <laughs> your cock specifically like a molded piece uh like just like a, a nice mold of your penis no, like I'm in the fireplace. There's a there's a hole <laughs> through, through through the bricks. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm in the fireplace. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We're gonna do this right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold I'm on, on site. I'm on site. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like you being on site. I like you being on site. Just. Go at it hard. <laughs> um, what's been going on with you, man? How are things with you? Good, man. You've been a busy boy. You've been going to see all the superhero movies and 
You're living the life. I miss it. I miss I miss living the life with you, man. Oh, I miss I miss watching movies down here with you. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. I miss it. I haven't gone to the I literally I what was the last time I went to the movies? I think the last time I went to the movies was with you. Was it for the Batman or did we see... No, the Thor Love and Thunder, I think. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. When you came down here, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. I have a feeling you're not going to see Black Panther until you come down here. I'll, I'll watch it again with you. Probably. Probably. But, yeah, yo, shout out to Tony. Uh, you the man. Um, that's that's Carlos's boy. Like, Oh, I know Tony. Oh, you know Tony? Oh, I know Tony. I worked with Tony. If it's a Tony that I think that I know, I know Tony. I worked with Tony. I know Tony well. He's a cool guy. Yeah, bro. Like, cool cat, as like, they say. Uh, as they said in 1986. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, yo, it just uh, Carlos is always telling me the feedback. Or, um, but yeah, man, shout out to Tony. Yo, shout out everyone listening. Yo, Shrooms of Skyward with Matthew and Hyman featuring Carlos. Uh, this is the way we split up the workload. Um, you know. Two episodes a week. Tuesday's episode is Matthew and Hiram. And Friday's episode is Matthew and Carlos, usually with a guest. Uh, we got a super dope guest uh, for this Friday, this week. and Big, Cool. It, that's awesome. I'm glad you guys got that. And, do, uh, do you want people to know who it is ahead of time or no? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Jimmy Dredd, if you, everyone knows that is motherfucking Jimmy, Jimmy Dredd. Jimmy Dredd. In a sense, um, but yeah, we we call we call the Friday episodes uh, Frank and Bino on Friday, you bastards, because <laughs> Carlos's uh, author name Frank Blunt, because uh, he's very frank when he has to be, and he likes smoking blunts, and uh, Fr- Frank and Bino like Frank and Beans, because I'm the motherfucking ball Bambino. All right, I like it. I like it. You- you see the glare. You see the glare. But yeah, uh, we were just like, yo, Frank and Beano, like Frank and Beans, whatever. It's not like a you know big name changing thing, but that's just our little name for the for the Friday show, you know what I'm saying? Uh man, I, yo, this is like wobbly. Yo, I'm super fucking tired. Uh my eyes are looking real closed. I'm I'm gonna hand the reins over to Hiram uh <laughs> momentarily. Yo, I see you got the Return of the Jedi poster back on the wall. I did. That's very... I know that it's not properly it's not properly placed. It's not properly framed. I had to hear it from my wife. I get it. Okay. I, wait, I had you, to hear it from you, you heard, too. You heard, wait, wait. What she what she said? She's like, it's why is it there? That's she's like, it's not centered properly. It just so, Okay, so that's what I was thinking. So it's it's also not centered properly in real life. <laughs> Cause I was gonna give you a pass. I'm thinking, yo, the no, com- the computer's no, no, no. low, so like when you walk in the house, it probably looks correct <laughs> no. on the wall. But it's not even centered no, in no, real no, life. No, no, yeah, at home it still looks like a hot mess. It's like it's eight a, inches higher than it should be. It's a skew. Like, <laughs> you've it hung is, it all cattywampus. It, it is. It is. It is. And it it's it's playing all sorts of tricks on you guys. But um, but. I had to get it up, dude. You you mentioned it, and then I, I was looking at it, and I was like, man, it just, I was like, I feel like I'm in the corner of, like, a padded cell, 
you know, white on white, white. Yeah, it, white it, on beige. it was it you was kind of like, like it was kind of like freaking me out looking looking at you every week. I was like, <laughs> it's yeah, like, like, like I'm so, in a void. Right. <laughs> I'm in the negative zone, right? <laughs> Just floating in space in the negative zone, right, with this white on white thing going on. But uh, yo, it so does. I, I, yo, like the way the corners behind you, like it does, like with width. Yo, that D, that D is tricky in there. Uh, title of your sex tape. That D so, is tricky in there. Nine nine, um, the width of it is like it fills width up. That's very important. Yeah. Width is very important. <laughs> Placement it, of width is as, very as, important. As is girth. Um, I believe width and girth combined. I mean, I mean, re- I mean really, you just you just got you just got to drop it down like a. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like six inches, <laughs> six inches. See, and you are... but but I but I put it up there. I also wanted her Princess Leia's boobs kind of near me so that I feel like I could rest my head on her boobs. You know what I'm saying? Just a little I rest my head on her boobs. You know, because uh, no, I'm just playing. Anyways, no people can't see that if they're just listening. Are you? She's dead. Are you not so, shows blinking? on respect. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, I respect Carrie Fisher, okay? But that, I wasn't the one who put her in that outfit, all right? Maybe George Lucas saw her some respect. <laughs> I didn't put her in that outfit, all right? I'm glad he did, though. Um, Yo, I was going to say, it's very nostalgic. Just just seeing that that visual right now, because I've been looking at that poster, you know, next to you know, right next to the couch in my living room for literally a little over a year. Yeah. It's been there on the wall, very prominent in my apartment, my old apartment, every single day, every single podcast. So when I first saw you and, you know, like I I think the camera like might be flipped. I don't know if it's actually over your left shoulder or your right shoulder. It's over my right shoulder. Oh, I'm sorry. It's over my left shoulder. Sorry, it's okay. over my left shoulder. And that's just how it was when you'd sit across from me on the couch. It'd be right there to the left of you. And so now with that in play, everything right now is feeling very natural. Okay, good. I like that. That's what I, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. I your your back, the your the blinds, right? Like the the cyberpunk Japanese cafe thing you got going on and the bookshelf. Yeah. Okay. That was always my fault. Fo- and then of course the venom in the background. So you don't have the venom in the background anymore. Right. But the other stuff, it just, it always, it always feels like home for me. Just talking to you feels like home. I miss you, buddy. And I'm sorry guys that the audio is the way that it is. We're getting the kinks worked out with all this. We're going to get it. We're going to get it right within the next couple of weeks. I promise. Um, but uh yeah this but was, i missed talking this, to matt this so was I had uh to come back. you know I like to come back you know like visually just the way like 40 percent of the screen is just like unused it's not completely ideal but we just wanted to to pull the trigger on zoom and just get it going and, and start talking again because um could this like this this is the time when it's me and Hiram that uh we can we can go you know full nerdcore and really yeah. get into the nitty gritty of 
the classics and the fantasy and the comics and the sci-fi and the mystery and the lore. Oh yeah. Uh so going nerdcore. I we went kind of nerdcore last week with Andor and you still hadn't seen it all. Right? Dude, uh, I'm I'm but, caught up. And you're, you're caught up now, right? I, uh, I was it was every every moment was just so compelling. Um so good. I I didn't even feel the time passing. It just that like that show just aside from it being the newest Star Wars property is just a very, you know, well-rounded all the way around. It's just very well done. Sci-fi. Thorough and like it's not overdone, overly complicated like and it's not um super simplified or straightforward it's it's not boring it's like it's nitty-gritty it's dirty it's it's nuanced it's emotional um it's got real characters though the, like that's like 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 it, it, it like the, this is it, this this whole thing is obviously taking place in the star wars world right it's a very fantasy-based yeah. world that we already know right this is a place that has space wizards right but we don't hear about the space wizards at all and all we're getting is like real dude that that monologue that Lutheran gives to the dude about what he's lost, right? What he's willing, what what has he sacrificed, right? What has oh he yeah, about about his you know his peace of mind and <laughs> oh, his ability to have friendships for the rest of his life, his conscience, his conscience, his uh, all of it, all of it, right? He sacrificed all of that. It, it it's it, it's pretty. I mean, it, it's it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like it, the the writing on the show, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that that doesn't have anything to do with space wizards. That guy has said, you know what? I've drawn a line in the sand, right? And I'm willing to sacrifice everything I have, every, my whole being as a hue as like a person, right? To make sure that you know there's freedom throughout and, and, the galaxy. And, and he said it like. They, and he's willing to become the villain to do yeah, that. Yeah, they they made us a whip to play by their rules, right? And I'll do and so, that, right? And he said, and "I'm not I'm not gonna live to reap the fruits, but I'll do the work, right?" And he'll never be allowed in that future, right? Because of yeah. all the things that he's going to do, that all the nasty shit that he's going to sacrifice in order to get to that future, right? He's never going to be allowed to live in that future. You, right? He knows it. <laughs> it one of the things, like, you know ex- exactly what his temperament is just by the fact that uh, Saw Guerrero entertains him and vice versa. Right. The threshold of how far they're willing to go. Well, that whole scene with Saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God! Where he's like, he's like, he, Saul's like, you're gonna sacrifice Krieger, you're gonna sacrifice thirty men, and he's like, thirty men plus Krieger, and he keeps repeating the thirty men plus Krieger. And, and, he and says it, it like three it times. It shows. Too, right? It shows that it's not just that he like he's not saying it to be cold and calculating to be accurate. Oh yeah, plus Krieger, he recognizes each and every sacrifice. sacrifice. Right. You know, like it's not like. He, it's not he's, 30 men he's plus willing Krieger to sacrifice thirty men plus plus Krieger, but he's not doing it lightly. He's conscious 
of what and he's he doing. And he wants you to know that. He wants you to recognize, right, that what he's what his level of sacrifice is here. He's like, I have to sacrifice this these thirty men plus this man, right? Like I have to sacrifice that for for the greater good, right? But the way that he's like just straight up, like he walks into Saul's place and like basically gives Saul the business, right? Like, you know, like. It, it, he's 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 a very compelling character. I really, really, really like this character a lot. Well, um, and, I and, wonder and if he's, 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 make he's it. very competent. Like we saw when he helped uh, Cassie and escape, and like he walked into Saul's place, and he was kind of taken aback that Saul was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll, I'll do the the I'll talk the space station or whatever it is with Krieger." And right. then, you know, just on the fly, he's able to maneuver in such a way. And even, you know, he's so mentally agile Good. to uh, manipulate just to get close enough to get the blaster to do right. that. Yo, like, this is just to get your attention. He, he's I, I, I'm a little bit curious about what his past is and how he acquired his skill set. Not only his skill set, I want to know where he got that ship. <laughs> oh I yeah. Where, yeah, I want to know where he got that ship, son. Dude, you know, that have, ship have we have we ever fun. have we ever seen a ship escape from a tractor beam like that? Not like that. Not like that, dude. He was like, and Shout then out like, and then that motherfucker <laughs> took out the fucking Tie Fighters, bro. With the he could he could he could he could have taken the on the whole where? he could have taken on the whole the whole fucking uh destroyed by his damn self okay so i i would just like to say where has that move been okay where has that weapon been all of star wars because he pulled out you know what he did he did the tony stark one shot laser thing that he has in iron man oh yeah when when uh when he busts out the two lasers and hit the spam move that's basically what he does with that with that he takes out the two TIE fighters and like a spin roll with like a laser that basically goes around 360, right? It was gnarly, dude. Gnarly. It was it was one of those oh fuck moments in Star Wars. Like that was really, really especially for a series where like, you know, um again, it's not there's action, but it's not necessarily action driven all of the time, right? So when you do get the action moments like you know, episode three, the the scene with where they escape um, yo, Ferrix. Yo, it's right? like that was like a great action moment. This is a great action moment as well. It's there's there's no shortage of action, but it's not like an action flick where it's just action for the sake of action. Correct. Correct. Oh, dude, the jail. What what a fucking well thought of scenario right okay how, how how do we how do we make a jail and 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 make it a fucking a space jail there's no so, bars okay t- t- you, you they take their shoes off on the ship okay that's you know they're gonna get uh the slippers without the laces no no shoes <laughs> we see shoes. the guard wearing the specialized boots you know the floor will fucking fry you there's not a bar in the fucking place Dude, and so, the, the way it's designed, and then the way the way it progressed over those episodes, the situation in the jail, and you were telling me, uh, Andy, yo, 
anytime Andy Circus is in something, he elevates it with his performance. He's so good, bro. He's so he's so good in everything that he's in. Um and he nails it in this role, right? Um and the very like very small character arc. Right, like, like he's got four episodes, right? I think total of, I think that he's in maybe, right? Um, you know, to basically like pull off a really, and he's his, his screen time is probably what a total of twenty minutes, would you say? In this, I would say, right, maybe. total. Maybe but it's maybe. like with him, he's so substantial in that role, but he's so good. That it's that that it's not like he was over the top or like a scene no, stealer. He was perfect. You could believe that he was the foreman of these dudes. Yeah. That he ran these dudes and he was got he had two hundred and thirty nine days left and he was just gonna do his two hundred and thirty nine days and he was gonna go home. Right? And, and that was his whole thing. And when he found out that he wasn't gonna go home, right? I mean Oh dude. You know what the, the whole thing is though? At the end of the whole thing is you realize that he knew the whole time he was never going to be able to escape because he couldn't swim. Yeah, from 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 the from the moment that he was like, "We're we're not going to die in here," right? He wasn't he, he, he wasn't doing it for himself. No, and then oh that moment. Where Cassian's like, what are you waiting for? And he's, you know, there's fear in his eyes. Like, he, he, they did it. He succeeded, and he can't go any further. He's like, I can't swim. And Cassian's, you know, there's that moment, and then the rush of prisoners pushes him over. Yeah. And, dude, every part of Andor has just been this uh, this brilliant storytelling it, it, it's just i love the way they end each episode through and through like i i highly yeah and i started paying attention to the score too like in the end credits and stuff and the tone it said after you told me um like there's there's a lot of things that you know it's kind of like how the the rotten tomato scores are based where you know like it's kind of based like off enjoyment but it, you know, it's like you like a bowl of four dollar ice cream. Like you know, that could be an eight out of ten meal. You know, really good, perfect, nothing wrong with it. But that's not like you know, uh, the cream brulee bu- from Label Sean. You know what I'm saying? Creme brulee, creme brulee, big guy. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. I got you. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, you, mm. so it's like, but it Label Sean. So it's like, you know, you could give that 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10, and it's like, yo, you know, there's so many things that set these two desserts so far apart, but, like, the enjoyment factor is very close together. And so there's a lot of things that I might, uh, that that might, when when I score them, it might be, like, a little bit inflated just because my enjoyment factor, you know, that accounts for the inflation. But Andor is a solid through and through 10 out of 10 show it's i i i I honestly believe it's my new favorite piece of 
of Star Wars. Like I like I I think it might be the most compelling thing that it, outside of the original trilogy that the show that they've actually ever done because the show like Okay, so I'm going to be honest. One of the things that really matters to me is like and I I don't I don't normally go this way so like i know it's going to sound very hypocritical for me to say but i love the hispanic representation like i love that he doesn't even try to like like that's the way that he talks and like that's how he's gonna talk and basically everybody in star wars has either had like uh a a regular american accent or like a british accent right because there's a lot of british actors in these roles right uh but you know he I love I love that aspect of the representation. So I'm going to just throw that out there, okay? But the sh- the the writing for the show has been absolutely phenomenal, okay? The feel of the show has so you we were talking about the 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 prison, right? You brought up the prison? Yo, just recently cuz and then the Mandalorian is a uh, Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now he he. I mean, you know, that's a little bit different. You don't. No, I know really that's different from what you're saying. Like it's yeah, it's it's yeah. it's right there. But like, uh, and his accent is not as thick as Diego Luna's, right? Pedro Pascal's accent is there, right? But it's, I think he may have grown up in the states, uh, whereas Diego Luna grew up in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's a, you know, it's a little no, different. I I I get what I get what you're saying. I, it just made me think of Kyle thinking the other day how it's like the how it's like the two guys from Narcos yeah. are are now heading <laughs> uh yeah. these two major uh, Star Wars franchises. Yeah. <laughs> um the the acting has been phenomenal, but like for instance, you were talking about the prison, right? So the design for the prison, even with like these little subtle like throwback nods to it it's right out of george lucas's student film thx 1138 oh right like can, like can i interrupt you one more time yeah um the other thing about andor mm-hmm. that hasn't been done in a while in star wars in recent years what? and even regressed the other way to where you're still uh appalled by the use of a, a paper book and uh on the island with Luke Skywalker is in Andor the digital graphics really harken back to the look they had right in the original trilogy. Not only that, I'll one up that by saying even the costumes even the costumes have that like 1970s futuristic flair, like what they thought people in the future were going to wear in the 1970s. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, like, it's not. So, uh, you know, you could see it in the, especially in the, the way with the women wear, right? Like the clothes that the women wear is, is you see it, I think a little bit more so uh, reflective and, you know, whatever the show is still, it, it, my favorite thing about this show is that I feel like this is the first thing that's taken place in the Star Wars universe, in this very Star Wars fantasy sci-fi universe, right? 
that is really grounded in reality. Like that is that doesn't have anything to do with any of the like this is like this this is speaking about like inequality. This is speaking about like you know poverty, the uh uh, uh you know oppression. They're, they're not you know, intergalactic. Fascism. They're not intergalactic stakes. These are people's lives. It, it's it, it and it's so good. It's so good in the way that it's being brought together and how I'm actually super sad that Wednesday's episode is the last one. And we, you know, funny enough, they start filming season two. They started filming season two today. Nice. So, um, you know, they, I, I, but we have to wait like a whole nother year and a half before we get, you know, and or season two. And I'm I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately bummed. However, I feel a little bit better knowing that Mandalorian's coming out soon. So I only have to wait like another three months for that. The thing that's really on my radar is Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm super excited to see, uh, Sabine Warren, um, Sabine, Ezra, Thrawn, Ezra. I want to see who else they bring back. I want to see if they bring if they because you know obviously Kanan is dead, right? But will they will they do like Force Ghost Kanan? Uh, probably not because he didn't get to that level. Uh, of Dude, Jedi. that shit with the the fucking time travel. Oh, that's a whole thing. That that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing that's still out there. See, like that's right? a, that's a whole that's a whole thing that's out there, and not a lot of people that didn't watch Rebels know that. Like, even people who watch Clone Wars who were, then then didn't get into Rebels, like if you didn't watch Rebels, you don't understand that in Star Wars already. As part of canon, okay, this is officially part of canon. Time travel exists, like it it can be done because it has been done. It saved Ahsoka's life, like, and we already know that Ahsoka assists exists in the Mandalorian universe, right? So we're and we're she's getting her own show. So everything that happened in Rebels actually happened in canon, and so fucking time travel is like a legit thing. And the the, and, the thing about Rebels Wars. is it has an incredible story, but the animation just is like a fucking devolved Clone Wars. Like ah. it, it like ah. the animation like almost looks like a like a Nickelodeon show that comes on at like seven o'clock in the morning on Sunday. It's still. It, I still thought it was good. But I, I really did. Once you get used uh, used to it, it's very yeah. watchable. And but like it's got side by side stories, even like side by side the Clone Wars, the animation looks atrocious. Like when you yeah. go character side by side, Ahsoka, Anakin, take your pick. I mean, I, I here's the thing though. Still I still worth story watching. Wise, I, I, I think I think story wise rebels has like phenomenal storytelling first of all you have a really great uh, and also Tron. rebels is a, a single story correct as opposed to Clone okay. Wars many 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 right um and it's a single story told over the course of four years right yeah, yeah, so yeah. you you know you meet you meet you meet the character when he's like 12 Ezra right and I think he's like 16 by the time 16 or 17 by the time he's like 12 or 13 maybe he's like 16 or 17 
by the time uh uh you know the end of rebels which is basically you know they they jumped into the future or you don't really know where they jumped to right she's out looking for him we don't know. you know hey and, so the space and, whales andor is feloni right yeah. andor yeah no andor is not feloni so uh Troy, uh, I think it's Troy Gilroy is his name, is um, is the showrunner for um, Andor, and he was also, I believe, one of the script rewriters for Rogue One. Um, but let me just double check that. But I'm like, I'm like ninety nine percent sure uh, on that of that. Man, well, if it's Troy Gilroy, he fucking killed it. Let me see. Yeah, dude. Um, Oh, so I'm sorry. Uh, Tony Gilroy. Tony Tony Gilroy. Yeah. uh, He he fucking uh, he runs he he now I think. I think like Barbara and uh, Filoni get like credit, like some like they have like an executive producer credit, but I don't think it's not their show. He's the he's the showrunner. I know that for a fact. He he wrote the script for the both the seasons, and he's the showrunner itself. Like it's well, his show. They're they're not gonna be a killjoy to Gilroy because he's fucking killing it. Nah, Yo, he's doing he's doing a phenomenal job. The one other thing I want to say about Andor is after shit, I've heard them say the name so many fucking times. What's the fucking planet they robbed the credits? Yo, I have the fucking worst uh recall memory for certain things. The the planet that they robbed to take okay to take the credits. I mean, I, I don't I don't know the name of the planet off the top of my head, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right, I got I got to look up the Aldani. Jesus, Aldani. Christ. I've heard them say it so many fucking times. The Aldani the job. Um, after the Aldani Aldani job. God damn it! You got me saying it now too. After Aldani, um, when the idealistic kid. The oh man when uh when Cassian had to accelerate and the the dolly of credits wasn't secure oh man that shit fucking crushed him bro it was just like um Doctor so they, they took him to the doctor and I'm looking Dr. in the sub subtitles <laughs> it's you know an alien with uh with four arms right and the subtitles when he's speaking is Doctor Quadpa. They had to give the guy a name, bro. And look, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I love it. Doctor. I want that figure. Doctor Quadpa. They both got four arms, and he's a doctor, (laughs) and they call him Doctor Quadpa. My Star Wars collection isn't complete until I have that that Star Wars character, Doctor Quadpa. Did you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. Oh, I was like, I mean, that was funny. It was a joke, but I guess you're just being super serious right now. 
Anyways. Well, I thought you were being serious that you say you wanted Dr. Quadpaw. I mean, I am being serious, but it is funny. I want to but it is it. funny. It's both those things. Those, those things can both be true, and they are. <laughs> In my case. <sighs> so, we give Andor two boners up. <laughs> way up. Two boners way up. It's got me ready to nerdgasm all over the place. Oh, you don't. Then we then we say we're going to develop our own rating system when some, uh, that's when it some, right there. When something's, I think. when something's the shit, it's like, it's like how how much of the shit is something, and then it's like, okay, like nine out of ten wipes. Or it needs nine <laughs> nine wipes. That was a ten wiper, sir. That was. Ten one wipes. One. That movie was the shit. <laughs> or, if, or if a movie, but that rating system could get that rating system could be skewed. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it good? The shit? Was it bad? The shit? You know, full erection into nerdgasm. I think is like people get it. Like, I thought you about. I thought you about to say when you have a full erection, when you're taking the shit. I haven't been there, but I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there are people that have been there. I, I haven't been there, but my friend you know. told me he was jacking off while he was taking a dump, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> and this motherfucker said, "Cause I you was, don't need people like that in your life, or my, maybe you need more people like that." This motherfucker said, "He said he said I was bored, and it was there." <laughs> I was there taking a shit. I mean, who like? Oh, I don't even want to get into that. I just don't even <laughs> want to get into that. <laughs> the whole breakdown of this person's makeup and character, and just there's a lot there. There's uh, a lot there. The, the thing I know is like a quick three minutes. You already watched. It. I want to go watch the Studio Ghibli Star Wars project. Oh uh, yeah, it's really really short. It's, it's super cute. Oh yeah. I expect nothing. I can't until you tell it was done. Oh, excuse me. I can instantly tell it was them. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, you know, I, I thought it was going to be longer. That's that's the one thing that disappointed me. I that's what she said, be... uh, <laughs> dude. You you stop drinking that water so fast to, to get that in there. <laughs> you were like mid sip. You're like, that's what she said. <laughs> to get that in the title of your sex tape. <laughs> you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, I don't. So I don't watch cop dramas. I'm presu- yo, it's worth watching. <laughs> no, it's not a cop drama. Pre- it's a pre- cop presumably, drama. uh, and and Andy Samberg originated it. You know how, yeah. uh, Michael Scott has that's what she said mm-hmm. on the Office, but you know that was already a saying. I've right. never heard this said before, so I'm thinking it may have originated with him or like a writer on the show. But it's like when someone says something. He's like, and he's like, da 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 da. Title of your sex tape, <laughs> right? Uh, like that. Uh, that's it. That's his. What? That's what she said. Yeah. So it's it's like, oh, whatever. Uh, you gotta get it in there. Oh, title of your sex tape. Oh. But it's like when you hear something that works for it, it, I, it, it's really grown on me. 
And I've started, as, as you can see, I've started. That's the title of your sex tape. Hey! <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. That's what Thank the you. fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it's really grown on me. It's the title of your sex tape. That's it right there. You, that sir. That is it. You, <laughs> sir, are a, you, you're a fucking. I'm at that perfect point. Of well, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do declare. I do declare, sir. That you are a man among men. I'm, I still haven't had the guts to try to do that up here. Do what? Oh, like, <laughs> like, 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 just walk in somewhere. Like the the other day, it was like, yo, uh, you forty one degrees you, out. You here. should talk to Jimmy Dread because he's from up that way, apparently. Is he? And he said, he said uh, that my role was you know i was cool with the jamaicans up there in the country because i knew the rednecks that had the best weed uh, nice well i mean you know it's legal now so that's not an issue i don't think anybody has that problem anymore uh, they, um you know like new york is sitting on like 200 million uh dollars worth of marijuana they can't sell legally because they haven't I mean, it's not that it's not an issue. It's like things are still New York like, City, like this, the, like the government yeah. of New York. Yeah, like the state of New York. Oh, Jesus! Uh, I don't understand. They should just legalize it everywhere. It's so stupid. So stupid. Uh, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's like it's like the dumbest thing in the whole world. So everybody's you, onto it. You know, like even even Republicans now are like, yeah, 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 sell it, sell, <laughs> fucking sell it, sell it, and sell it everywhere. Um, uh, you you haven't walked into the, you you haven't uh worked at the nerve to walk into the farmers market and say I do declare this I peach is out of season. Uh, My beet good root, sir, beetroot is not in season. Rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the correct color for the rhubarb. <laughs> I, I haven't i haven't had i just don't have the guts to do it or or i see i can't do that one because that's like specifically louisiana right if i hear somebody say i do declare i'm like oh okay that's got that somebody's trying to do like a louisiana accent right my good sir do you know where i might find the proper receptacle but i can do a redneck accent like i grew up in florida like I grew up at, you know, like, I've lived here my whole life. I can do a red, I mean, like, I can slip into a country accent real quick, but I mm. still haven't had the guts to do it up here because I'm afraid they're going to fucking beat me to death if they find out I'm lying. So I don't have the guts to do it. Uh, it's been fucking cold up here, bro. Cold. How cold is it? So... Saturday morning, it was 37 degrees outside. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, it's been raining for the past uh, two days, but aside from that, it's been like in the, in the low 70s. I had to walk the dogs with like jeans, boots. I had like three layers and then like a jean jacket over me, right? So ba so so basically, I I like how you're distinguishing yourself from the the from the country folk. 
Mm-hmm. But you're walking the dog in jeans, boots, and a jean jacket. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going all in. I'm I'm 100% trying to Yellowstone this. <laughs> like When I go out, I'm like, I'm going to dress just like they dress. Do you even remember how to speak Spanish anymore? Excuse me? Speak what? When's the... <laughs> No, oh, I speak American, god. boy. Oh my god! All right, listen. I'm not. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to throw shade. I was listening to a conversation. I probably shouldn't have been listening. They, these women, were talking freely because I had two earbuds in, and they thought both earbuds were functioning, but my one earbud doesn't function. Right? So they're these. I'm in the treadmill. Uh, I'm not treadmill. I, I don't do the treadmill. I do the elliptical. Right, at the gym. <laughs> they don't know. And I'm the... too poor to buy new earbuds. <laughs> Jokes on <laughs> they, you. They don't. They they don't. So, <laughs> Jokes on you. My life sucks. <laughs> so you have no idea how much. Sorry. They're like part of a PTA something here, right? And they're talking about their kids going to school. Their kids are in high school, and I'm kind of getting some of what's going on, right? Because I got like Tom Segura on my one ear, like making jokes and uh i'm with the other ear i'm trying to listen you know eavesdrop in on these women's private conversation that they're having with one another in the middle of the gym on the elliptical um and the, a lady next to me dropped the word spick in the conversation twice no no way i swear to fucking god and but why the first time i so I guess her son. There's no conversation <laughs> that you could be having on an elliptical that would ever call for that. So if I want to get the story straight here. If I'm not mistaken, her son may have called another student a spick, right? But there was like no proof of it. Right now, I don't know if she was using the word in the conversation as like she was saying spick negatively or that they accused her son of saying the word spick. Like, I can honestly say that. But I heard the word twice. Well, if if she if she (laughs) even if she's like telling like, oh, like and retelling like she's talking out loud and just freely and without restraining up that you're still hearing this over yeah. The noise of the gym and the whir of machinery. I mean, they're right, dude. She's literally, she's less than a foot away from me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was hilarious. So I, I'm just sitting there to my, I was sitting there on the, on the fucking elliptical, like, all right, well, just you know, just mind your business. You should have taken out. Gonna, you should have taken you're, out. You're your, not going to change anybody. You should you have know, taken out a... your broke earbud and be like, ¿qué? Con permiso, ¿qué? Yeah, no. Um, it is what it is, man. You know, people are who they are. You know, I've also met really nice, loving people here. You know, so I'm not worried about, you know, some narrow-minded person, you know. And and, and I don't even know if I got the story correct. But she did, I did. I do know that she used the word spick twice. I just don't know if I got the story correct. But I did hear spick clearly twice, you know. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're just going to drop that. That's what we're going to do. You're not even concerned about the six foot Hispanic looking motherfucker next to you, are you? <laughs> no, because not you're even... not a six foot Hispanic looking motherfucker to her. You're just a six foot Arab, say or Jew, right? That's what the other one that I get 
right? No, I, I, those no I was saying you're just a six foot, the word she was saying. Oh, speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. You know, I certainly was not going to go in and turn around and, and like go hard at the two Karens at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just going to look, I, I'm just going to, I'm the only one that's going to look bad in that situation. You know, so I was like, eh, you yeah, know, whatever. I'm like, they'll end up on YouTube. <laughs> they always do. You know. Uh, speaking of the gym. Yes. Black Adam. Black Adam. Um, the Rock's not on steroids. Every 50-year-old looks like that. The <laughs> <laughs> How old are you again? I'm 43. I'm pretty sure he's older than me by more than seven years. Oh, speaking of steroids, I was, I was, uh, there was a Rocky Marathon on yesterday. And I, he was I, the most juiced in Rocky Four. I, I have a lot of fun. I, I, I discovered Rocky. Uh, when I was staying with my grandmother, and I loved that it was a, on TV. I loved that movie so much. And then another day, a Rocky Marathon came on, and I was astounded because there were so many of them. And like man, that was, fought some wars in the ring, and that was all I wanted to do. So I like so like Rocky just reminds me of uh my grandma. Uh. In, indirectly but so does creed remind you of your sex life in that case <sighs> so with the rocky with so now with the rocky marathon on tv it goes rocky rocky 2 rocky 3 rocky 4 rocky 5 rocky balboa creed creed 2 so uh-huh. it was it was literally rocky movies from like 11 a.m. So one yeah. o'clock in the morning, and the when, like one o'clock in the morning, like all day. Oh wow! Um, Jesus, dude, could imagine that's seven movies at two no, hours. That's like fourteen hours of movies at the eight, at eight least. movies, We've, eight movies. So okay, sixteen hours of movies. But um, yo, so apparently, like. Rocky's not involved with or happy with the making of Creed three, but I don't know. The trailer looks fucking sick, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it anyway. Wait to I'm pass sorry. judgment, and it's got <laughs> it's got a dude that I can never remember his name. That Jonathan Majors was in, and you know him from the, the uh, HBO from show, the, right? Yeah, from the HBO show. Man, that show was still to this day. I, I. It's funny because. HBO ended up um, canceling Jonathan oh, Majors. I don't know why I can't remember that. It's such a yeah, memorable uh, name. It's it's pretty easy. Um, what was the name of this fucking show? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft um, Country. It is it, honestly, hands down, one of the best uh, fantasy sci-fi TV shows ever created. Like legitimately, like ever created, ever, 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 ever created. Ever, 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 ever. 
Okay, it it, it was fucking it was fucking phenomenal. I, if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend that you watch it. Me and my wife loved every minute of it. Like we could not. And then after it was after each episode was done, we would spend like an hour talking about the episode afterwards. Like that's how good and like. It was so, oh, highly recommend watching it. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Did, did I'm you, definitely anything that the... that guy's in, I'm gonna watch. I want to, I want to watch this new movie called Devotion that he's in, or something like that, uh, where he's like a air airplane, a black airplane pilot in World War II, right? Like, how many times have I seen that movie already? But like, I I want to watch it because like he's like a phenomenal actor. You know what I'm saying? Did you see the the new still from Quantumania with him and Paul Rudd facing off? I, uh, you sent it to me, and I didn't see. I actually didn't open it. I'm gonna open it right it's now. It's just such a simple picture, but there's so much details to it. And so you know how Kang from the from the comics that blue mask has the lines going down from mm-hmm. the forehead to the top of the eye, at the bottom of the eye, like that's part of the mask. Yeah. Are you looking at the image? I'm trying to find it. Where is it? It's a text message. Yeah. So it's like on his bare face, it has the oh, it's yeah. that same marking, but it has a scar. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I just zoomed in on it. Okay. And it looks dope. <laughs> why, why are you saying that, like, shaggy? It looks uh, dope. I see what you mean. On the left, like on the left side of his face, it goes like all the way up from the top, right down. Yeah, yeah, and presumably it's also on the right side of his face. We just can't see it. Um. Well, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, everyone's everyone's been ranking their Phase Four MCU movies. I'm waiting until the Guardians holiday special because I'm going to, as as far as, as far Next as. Next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, last week of November, right? Or first week of December? Yeah, I, yeah it's next week. Very, very soon. I'm not sure the exact, exact date, but I'm holding off on that because I know, like, it was said somewhere that Black Panther Wakanda Forever was the end of Phase Four, but it's definitely been said that uh, Quantumania oh. is the beginning of Phase Five. So I would say the Guardians Holiday Specials is definitely uh, more of the end of Phase Four than the beginning of a whole new phase. And apparently from uh, test screenings, it's really good, which it's not surprising at all. I'm sure it's going to be a wonderful, enjoyable film. Uh, it's James Gunn. And uh, the the sequence with um, them kidnapping Kevin Bacon as a gift looks like it's going oh to <laughs> ensue in hilarity. Um, they sh- He shared a, James Gunn shared a picture of of him and Kevin Bacon together on the set. Uh, and it was like a really funny picture that they had. Um, and uh, James Gunn, you know, James Gunn, Gunn's brother is one of the 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 Ravagers. Like he's the head Ravager now. He's the one that that took over now that uh, Yondu's gone. That's James Gunn's brother. 
Yeah, that's James Gunn's brother. He's also the guy that plays Rocket. Like, so Bradley Cooper does the voice for Rocket, but he does this, the right. animation for him. So that's pretty cool. Brings his brother along. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. apparently he had to make an announcement due to uh, people talking shit. He's like, yeah, until so and so date on Marvel and DC, I'm not going to abandon. Uh, yeah. Of course, because the. There's well, a, the final Guardians film coming out. He said, I'm not going to abandon uh, the project and the people that I've been working with, you know, for the culmination of this that's taken years to achieve. Yeah, that the that the only reason I have this job is because of the fact that I made those movies, essentially. You know? Yeah. Um, then, yeah cause, yo, because then he get canceled and uncanceled. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got canceled, and then Dude, the like cast of Guardians said that they wouldn't come back to do another Guardians without him. And then Disney was like, like David Bautista, Chris Pratt, like uh, Zoe Zandala or whatever. Um, Speaking of him going over to DC, rumors are The Rock is not happy about that. Why well, wanted the rock? That they're already that. that that they're already bumping heads because James Gunn doesn't really care. Like James, so the Rock wants the Rock wants the Snyder verse to be the verse that um, Black Adam takes place in. Okay, that's what he wants, right? And that's why he lobbied to have Henry Cavill come back um, as. Yeah, but I, I've been seeing some which of the Which also DC's now gonna... has run into issues as well. Apparently, that's not even really a done deal yet. Um, so it looks like you know there are some issues. Even there, so there may be some hangups with that. Um, and The Rock is not happy with the direction that James Gunn is seemingly wanting to take the company. I just, or you know the direction that he wants to go. I just don't know how much Wee. of that is true since he's only really been at the job for a week. And they're really ha- they really haven't come out with what direction they they're gonna want to go in. You know what I'm saying? Like they haven't stated any of that yet. So I feel like that's all that stuff is like super premature. Uh, but I could see The Rock being pissed about the fact that like his he's based his whole when he said the di- the hierarchy of the DC universe was about to change. He wasn't talking about James Gunn taking the helm. No. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what DC does at this point. I mean, I thought the right move was. I thought it's a good move to bring in James Gunn. Um, but James Gunn, this I, I don't see how the Snyderverse works with like James Gunn doesn't seem like a kind well, of Snyderverse guy. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I don't know. Is, I don't know it's what not they plan that on the Snyder isn't is that as and The Rock doesn't want to follow the same formula as Marvel. He wants to do something different than Marvel. And they brought in James well, Gunn. They need to do something different from Marvel and from DC because Snyderverse <laughs> or no Snyderverse, <laughs> none of those films fit together. Anyways, the Snyderverse yeah. fucking itself hangs together by a fucking thread. Barely. Barely. I mean, you know, listen, I I still think Justice League, the Snyder version, is a really good movie. 
I, that I do think is a really good movie. Um, but I will tell you this, that Batman versus Superman, I've seen the extended cut and even watching the extended cut, it's still a garbage movie. I mean, it's a little bit better, but that's like giving me a shit sandwich and just adding so, cheese onto so, it. You know what I'm saying? So, I still so got to eat the shit. So, many bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, that's not, that's not, uh, that I just, I don't know what they're going to do there, man, but that whole thing is a mess over there. Here's the thing. Black Adam. Um. It's probably one of the best movies to come out of DC. It definitely holds its own as a superhero movie. It uh, didn't gross nearly as much as Aquaman did. And and that that was a that was a good but slightly underwhelming movie. Um, Aquaman did a billion dollars. It was, it was still underwhelming. I, what I'm saying is is like. You're what you would say. Black Adam is better than Aquaman, wouldn't you? I I'm not talking about what it grossed. I'm talking about okay. Uh, it's some of The Rock's best acting. And to be fair, I attribute that to because you know people say like it's just The Rock being The Rock wherever he goes, which uh, I happen to watch um. I was about to say Harambe. Damn, what's the what what's the movie with the white gorilla? That's based Rampage. on a video game. Rampage. <laughs> that I think that's one of his best movies acting wise. Is actually and Harambe. Uh, <laughs> and um, and you know, in that movie, he's uh he's a guy that uh doesn't get along with humans and he mostly talks to a uh, CGI gorilla and it's some of his best acting. And in this movie, black Adam, there's a lot of scenes where they're just peppering black Adam with questions and he's just completely still completely silent. So due to him not speaking, he's not acting like the rock. And that's why it's some of his best acting. <laughs> Um, there, as it, it, it had some of the same, you know, this is a movie 15 years in the making and it came out the better for it. It still got caught in some of those, uh, pitfalls that, uh, like Venom and Morbius had where things were a bit dated as, and, you know, you could tell, you know, conceptually somewhere along along the line, like this was, you know, several years old. Things weren't fresh, like the way certain tropes were done and like movieisms. Um, It kind of gets resolved, but it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's pretty annoying. Um, The, the self, the self-righteousness, the way uh, Hawkman and them, uh, pull up on on Black Adam when the country is blatantly run and uh, by intergang. Like there's, you know, like there's no, because I enjoy like, especially in the animated series, uh, DC's fictional countries. Yeah, and, I like DC's fictional countries. And how tricky the politics get. Mm-hmm. And you can't intervene, but the way 
uh, conduct is run. It's literally ruled and oppressed by intergang. Like there's, you know, they, it's, I don't understand what is the plausibility. Like, it's not like this is a sovereign nation. It's literally controlled by the people calling themselves intergang. And, and, and the justice league or whatever, what is it? The justice society. Yeah. It's, right? the, it's the justice society. And it's not like, so it's one thing where it's like, okay, um, you know, we don't interfere over there for a reason. We're going to go in stealth mode. They fly the jet in just to the middle of the city with freaking Atom Smasher. It's not like, oh, like, you know, like, we're not supposed to, you know, this is going to be. Right. Uh, it's clandestine, right? Like, it's 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 hush-hush. Right, like, you don't want like, people like, to know. Like, the, like, 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 what's it called when something happens on enemy soil and it's a big mess? Um, what do you mean? When something happens on 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 enemy soil, where like, like where like American troops aren't supposed to be there, like they can't know it's happening. Oh, behind the lines. No, what like 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 an international incident. Oh, an international incident. Yeah, it's not like oh, like we can't cause an international incident. No, like they just confront Black Adam, and then they're telling people we're the Justice Society in the square, and everyone has the reaction you expect. Like we've been waiting for someone to save us for years. And we, now you guys show up. And then they're like, "Save what? It doesn't matter, you know." And like the like Black Adam is like just killing intergang goons left and right. And Hawk Hawkman's trying to save them. He's like, "I don't know what he did, but you know he deserves a trial. He wasn't gonna get a trial. They were fucking <laughs> oppressing an entire country. It was just." So he ends up he ends up being the ruler at the end of Black Adam. I'm uh I'm not I'm not gonna spoil that for you like that. I mean, um, I, I figured that that's what was going to happen, and he's sitting on the throne. You'll see. Um, okay. Adam Smasher. Mm-hmm. F minus. Yeah, he looked really cool in the trailer. Okay, he's a goddamn buffoon, and okay. a cheap gimmick and a cheap ripoff of. Animator wise, it looks just like Deadpool. The mask, the eyes. Right. Uh, and sense of humor wise, it's somewhere between Deadpool and Ant Man. It's like blade it's like a blatant, cheap, you know, fail, swing and a miss. He's a fucking buffoon. He takes away from the movie. I heard Doctor Fate though. I Pierce Brosnan is fucking banging as Doctor Fate. Yes, but he's you know, it's one he so Dr. Fate's supposed to be um he's uh what Zatara, I think the name is of the guy. He's, isn't he like thousands of years old? Well Hold on. I'm not sure. No, I don't think Yeah, Zatara. Yeah, so Zatara is the father of uh Zatanna, the magic chick. Yes. Um who's in love with Constantine. Right. Well, I'm not going So Zatara is like he has the the helm of fate, right? Right. And 
Dr. Fate is, he's an agent for the Lords of Order, right? They have a deal. So, like, when he puts the helmet on, he's not Zatara. He's Dr. Fate. The Fate, correct. Okay. They were on, you know how it's like in Iron Man, in the Iron Man movie, it's like face mask on, face mask up, face mask on, face mask up. Yeah. It's like he puts the helmet on, then he just takes the helmet. Like, there's never, there's never ever a change in his persona between helmet on helmet off um and then like like that there was just something where it's like you know some things where it's like attention to detail was a little lacking um not to nitpick it to death i will say when we first see black adam uh the special effects i think this might be the best visual demonstration of super speed and super strength i've ever seen well i mean look who it who, look who it is though no 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 right? I, I mean, no I, I, I mean i mean the way they did it the way they oh. showed it it was okay. phenomenal okay but by the end of the film mm-hmm. they had slow mode the action scenes to death uh, to the point where they were using slow-mo with like Hawkman and uh, Adam Smasher doing things completely unnecessary to the point where I was like yo did this person like just find out what slow motion is but like the first we'll do that for everything Let's but like the first eight <laughs> times and especially the first time when Black Adam is awakened it was in incredible can't take okay. anything away from that and um you know the rock with his fucking super intense workout to have that physique it paid off um you like you believed it the strength like you know every minute on screen um there were like people are saying um because you know obviously the thing to do right now is everyone loves to hate on the mcu right and there were plenty of things that this movie did and aired on that I see people giving it a pass on that they, they would have, you know, ripped apart with snarky comments if it was a Marvel movie. Such such as uh, blatantly misplaced and cringy humor, which occurred a few times too often. When uh, you say cringy, what do you mean by cringy? I mean, like, oh my God, are you really fucking saying that? Oh my God, like, uh, like, uh, like, not laughing. I'm not laughing. No one's laughing. Okay. Um, a dated humor? No, it's just like some stupid. Kid I, was, stuff. I was, I was just wondering because you said some of the stuff was, some of the stuff was dated, right? So you know, no, maybe the humor, maybe the humor is is also dated in it. Not, not like that. Not like that. That's no. okay. Um, there are, there are some funny things, uh, pretty much anything with Adam Smasher isn't funny. There's, there's some things that they kind of start with something that doesn't pay off. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good movie. I give it 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 wipes out of 10? Yeah. Okay. I uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get to the theater to see that one. 
you know, I'll, I gotta. I, if I had, if I had to go between the two, either Wakanda Forever, Black Black Panther, Black Panther, yeah. I saw the art, so now I like. I know Siri is Black Panther. Like, they Marvel put that poster out or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I'll I'll still give you some time before we talk about that. Um, yeah, I, give me like I, will, a week. I will say though, so we've seen in that movie with Kevin Hart, the CIA movie or whatever. You remember Fat Rock? Yes. This is one of the funniest things ever made. Yes. Yes. So and oh, so uh, also, oh, also too, you know, just in terms of uh you know sci-fi there were some things that were underwhelming like the presentation of like ancient can uh kandak and it was one of those you know very and i think i had some other like ups and downs about the movie that kind of kind of uh faded from the front of my mind because i saw it like um almost a month ago uh the presentation of Kondok in his prime was kind of underwhelming. And then it was that heavily, heavily, heavily overused trope of, oh, uh, ancient city, um, you know, prosperous until the king took over and made everyone slaves. Well, I mean, they're just trying to speed it up, man. Yeah, but <laughs> they're, not to, they're not trying to give you. They're not trying to give you that story, dude. You, you but, know? but it's like it's like some like the way it's done sometimes, where it's just where it's like if you're gonna give me, you know, like there's there's the better lens to show that through. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like that, that. It's like the the flashback stuff is some of the stuff I didn't like about Eternals. Oh, and See, I thought that that would have been really well used in Eternals. I, I I agree with you. I just thought that the way that they used it was horrible. Right. Yes. And um, in terms of overused tropes, they did that thing where it's like, oh, you see the flashback, and so you think what happened, but then. We see the bigger picture because when we see the whole flashback, the events are actually slightly different than what we thought, but not that different. Right. And um, the way they had the slaves mining for the Eternium and the actual presentation you know, things, you know, they, they do drawings and like, oh, we could make this look like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The actual presentation of how they decide to uh, pick Eternium on screen mm-hmm. is like, is is there's no sense of awe or anything that I got. You know, like you see, you see the bloodstone and werewolf by night, you know what I'm saying? And you see its importance and significance. Yes. Um, Eternium, like they're just digging through the sand and it's like this sparkly rock, you know what I'm saying? There's no there's no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> Look, it's a sparkly rock. <clears throat> it's clearly has powers. Um, I will say I felt a uh kinship. I like how the rock who's bald 
He's like, okay, the the ancient city of Kondok, we're going to have an entirely bald civilization. I'm not saying that's a critique. I like that. Felt represented. Uh, listen, I get it. I feel represented in Andor, so I'm not. Uh, you know. speaking of, speak speaking of the the uh the old the old Kondok and the baldness. Uh oh yeah, so we got to see Skinny Rock. So, oh. so you know how the Rock, because he's so fucking jacked, he's you got, got you like got Steve Rogers Rock. Yeah, so he's you know how he's got like some veins here and there. Yeah. When you see that on a skinny body, it's really weird. <laughs> it actually looked natural, but it looked like that guy had a hard life. Like it, <laughs> and but the head was just a little too big for the body. The you know what I'm saying? And well, so I, it's a good thing he's not taking testosterone. But because he was so skinny, you know what I call that version? What? That's Crack Rock. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, so 7.5 wipes out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and then, yeah, because there was... <clears throat> There, there was it was it was a solid movie it delivered um there's it 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 definitely uh the 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 move the movie was the movie was definitely uh you know it had it had some layers to it and it was very robust, but not very nuanced. And if you know me, you know I love when a film is nuanced. Because I'm a motherfucking connoisseur. Of nuance. I'm the connoisseur from the sewers. Oh. Um. That movie was the shit like manure. Mm. All right. Well, in that case, what else you got? Twelve seventeen. It's late. It You're is, gonna be up for almost twenty four hours. It is late. You know, we, you know, when we when I before we got on the call, I was like, I'm so fucking tired. It's gonna be a fucking forty minute pod. And then and you started some, talking to me somehow. Yeah, I did start talking to you. I fucking woke, <laughs> woke up immediately. Somehow at the end, I was like, yo, I just, I was like, I have fucking, I have like, I have no notes on there. I'm like, yo, I have fucking like three things to say about Black Adam, and then I can, we can just put that thing to bed. And then I literally like would look at the clock and I'm like, yo, literally 25 minutes just went by. Cause and I, I was just I, talking about was, Adam Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> I kept remembering, I was like, oh yeah, that and that and that. Yeah, got that fucking Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher. I saw that. I saw that in the trailer. I was like, man, he looks like Deadpool. I'm like, that's. But if you're telling me not only does he look like Deadpool, it's also like kind of a Deadpool uh, Ant Man ripoff. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. And I, he just honestly, didn't fit. He was a goddamn buffoon. I don't know how much I really want to see the Black Adam movie. Like, I, like I'm gonna obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, like, like you know me. Like, I'm more we've... excited about seeing Superman in Black Adam than I am seeing Black Adam. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like you know, you, like you know me. Like we've gone to see movies together that I fucking loved, and then I'll nitpick it to death just because I feel right. like I have to air that stuff out. I can't let it go. Right. No, I get it. I think it's gonna be a good movie. Like I, I think overall it's a good movie. I just don't get why I'm not. I'm also like honestly lately been like on a little bit of a different headspace with like the movies that I've been wanting to watch and like what I've been wanting to get out of them. Um, you know, uh, and like that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so happy with Andor. Cause that's kind of like where I've been in the, where my mindset's recently been as far as like what I want to see out of my, I don't just want fan service every single time now for like, my sci-fi stuff you know what i'm saying like i want it to be compelling and i want it to be good and i want there to be like a really good story that needs to be told and it's told in like the right way and i think like that's why i love andor so much because because it that like it's all even it's 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 all new sci-fi in a world that i already know and that i've never seen in this world before right like the Mandalorian, I love, it, but I've seen a lot of that stuff. It's you know a, what I'm it's saying? A, it's like, a legitimate, fresh take. Yes, yes. And while keeping things authentically old, right? Like the stuff that you were talking about, right? right. Like, you know, that like it looks like it comes out of the era of you know New Hope and and you know Empire or Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. You know, like it looks like that. Those you know? fucking. 2D super retro pixelated targeting systems. Yes. Correct. All right, amigo. I think this is going to be it for us tonight. Yeah, man. I love you. Love you, bro. I'm going to be in Miami soon. Yo, I'm going to end up recording right now uh, before you get off the call. All right.